Welcome to Serviced Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our serviced accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. Hi there guys, it's Sally here with Service Accommodation Secrets, the Facebook Live and also the podcast and it's quite a lot later than I normally do um, my live but it was so quiet in the afternoon last week, I thought I'd do an evening. Hi there Susie, good to see you and um, it's actually a bit later than I meant it to be, I had lots of fresh air and um, the last couple of days because our routines are all um, out of the window, aren't they? In fact, my routine is kind of non-existent. We were talking about this, Susie, weren't we? I'm not a routine person. So what I wanted to share with you all today um, is that in SA, we're really being shaken up, but there's quite a lot we can still do to maximise our service to our community, to all the key workers, to the NHS, and also things that are happening now that will carry us forward um, into um, our new world of SA once once we've ridden out the storm, as my friend Raj would say. Um, we're riding out the storm and afterwards we can look forward to bright futures and and really crafted businesses I think this will change our businesses a lot as time goes on so the big news this week in the world of SA is that booking.com blocked all our bookings and there was some talk of them allowing certain ones but pretty much I think they're just actually blocked so if you were still getting quite a few bookings from contractors and so forth through booking.com then that comes to an end um although susie who we're just talking about um (laughs) so good to see you here had quite an interesting conversation with potential guests and that's actually worked out quite well for you hasn't it which is great hi there john as well hope you're well So essentially, I want to explore a few avenues that we can really maximise our direct bookings now and really get out there um, some really key things that we can still do. So if you've chosen to stay open and support the key workers, support people who really need short-term accommodation at the moment, then this is such a valuable thing that you're offering. And a lot of people just aren't necessarily getting in touch with all the audiences who need that kind of help. And some of it, you know, is gonna be community-based. So, you know, somebody will see that you're advertising your place um, and you may have a certain amount of occupancy and then people leave and then you need more people. But what would be really good to aim for, so I'm gonna talk about lengths of stay, a longer stay, um, guess who you can help, so we're within the rules and then the next thing really is to think about looking after those guests, making sure they're aware of the situation. I mean, you could say who isn't, but you know, just making sure that you're being really um, helpful and clear with communication so that people really know what lockdown entails for them. Obviously, if they're in the NHS and so forth, you would imagine they would know, but you want them to know that you know so that you can help them in the best way. And also, um, 
so that you look after your housekeeping teams as well and really minimize contact, you know, disinfect and clean really well. And so that you can also think about moving forward, how this is going to shape your business, how to behave, the key things that we want to be doing to show that we are congruent people who provide an excellent service and our care and welfare of our guests and our teams is paramount to us. There's nothing more important. So I think this is something we were actually talking about last night quite a bit, but really thinking how do we um, just not worry about the OTAs anymore and we just contact the people we need. So there's lots of different resources out there for the NHS and um, you can also get on the government um, catalogue, so suppliers list. And I, I'll put some links in the end of this, but we had a, a phone call after we clicked the link to offer our services and you can offer loads of different services but we're now in the catalogue nothing happened yet but you know we're starting to get a few different inquiries and um so that's the crown commercial um part of the government they contact you and they they list you and uh, susie i think you had a phone call about it as well didn't you so a lot of these things you have to bear in mind people don't really know what's happening like we've had an inquiry to do with um ambulance crews and they just sort of poise may need to book three months but probably will start with a couple of weeks and you know they just don't really know quite how how much they're going to be needed in certain areas although obviously they're really really busy in many parts so it just depends but um there's that um government aspect um, of the suppliers list there's also cat worldwide are taking on the ctm um uh, so corporate agents both of those uh their partner at cat worldwide i believe i'll put the um the link in the comments of my life and um, they're taking on um listings of properties sa properties suitable for um people who are key workers looking to still work but perhaps can't uh, stay at home so they don't want to risk their families things like that or nhs workers you know that's they're going to be on the front line and perhaps you know it's difficult for them to keep working but then come back in contact with other people um or they may be in a new area that they're not normally in as well so it's all the whole spectrum of healthcare workers and the more we looked into key workers the more you know we've realized there's so many people who help to keep our country running on a daily basis you know it's not just um in the civil services all the different areas of our you know our healthcare, but also our infrastructure utilities communication and obviously our food and all the things we need to live so many people really valuable transport as well and so uh, there are lots of people out there who need our help and they um, are looking at things like local Facebook groups as well. So if somebody's going to an area, you, if you put some kind of pictorial um, image and a little bit of text saying you're there to help, then that is eye-catching and we've had inquiries from being in local Facebook groups. Obviously, look at the rules for where you are um, and, and where you're posting so you don't upset people and, you know, make it um, 
clear that you're offering a service rather than like selling and it's up to you if you want to do free accommodation but um you know you may want to cover costs and we to be completely honest make no bones about it we are looking to cover costs so we're not completely free but we have really dramatically reduced our rates just to try and help people um, and also pay some of our bills at the same time so you know these people um, might well look on Facebook uh, groups and pages locally in communities. So um, you can go in with a you know a nice pictorial set of images so people can see what the place is like. You could also um, send a walkthrough video to people who are interested. And if you've already been accommodating people who um our key workers nurses or like we've been um hosting some guys who are technical installers of oxygen into normal wards in hospitals things like that you know you could write something about that say how you've already been helping community and um, key workers and you know you're really keen to help and um, keep everything going and, and assisting because they're all doing such an awesome job because they really are and um, so you could have a bit more of a story angle to it and so that people can see that you're already trusted to host and look after people. So those kind of things can really help you because we're all in this together. It sounds a bit sort of cheesy perhaps, but we really are and I've really noticed in our community, we're really all pulling together, really helping each other, pooling resources, you know, people in certain areas, if they hear of bookings, they can, um, you know, potential bookings, pass them on to, to colleagues and friends in, in different areas or just post out, you know, who's got accommodation here. Hi, Ansa, hope you're well. And um, so, you know, we really are there to help people. And so the next thing really is think not just Facebook, but also, you know, have your whole social media spectrum really active. Um, I need to do a bit more on mine anyway, but LinkedIn is brilliant place. Lots of people will see that you're, you're advertising there in a, in a story type manner. And, uh, you know, so that you can explain what you're doing, what your involvement is. And, um, you can have a lot of nice images on there. And also corporate agents and other people like that will see you on there as well. So that's really valuable. And Instagram obviously is very um, image based. So you can have some great images, a little bit of video, that kind of thing. And really get across what you are about and what you're trying to do and that you're keen to keep being part of this. Because a lot of people could just step aside, you know, more sort of holiday places. They just had to close. But we have a choice. We can either close or carry on and help. So I think that's really important. And you could also talk about how, you know, you've enhanced your cleaning. There are links in the government um, sites about how to clean. And um, I've shared some from Velvet Relocation because Ross there shared some very detailed um, advice there based on the government advice as well. And so, you know, we're really, really careful about all of our cleaning processes and wait 72 hours after a guest has left before we actually uh, go in and do any cleaning, double bag rubbish and store it for three days before it's thrown away. The same with, you know, linen that needs cleaning. Um, doesn't help that our linen company's locked down, but I don't know how you guys are finding that. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> so um, we'll come to that later, I guess. 
but so really just be out there being you and and how you're serving so um we currently are really lucky because in our three beds we've got some quite long bookings they're helping um a couple of teachers a family um the husband's working in the area now so they want two months um and we've got a guy bless him who's been with us since january just working because he's an it guy and he would like to fly home but that's mid-may that's scheduled for so cross fingers for him that he can he can't believe he came to the uk when this happened because he's never been here before but anyway we're looking after him and we've as i said we had other types of workers we had um, a chap who's still self-isolating purely because he came from overseas but when he's gone we're hoping to get you know another longer booking because really what we want is for people to be able to stay and have somewhere safe and we will provide um, cleaning things for guests with warnings about all the labels because we don't usually provide cleaning stuff because obviously we're usually there but no mid-stay cleans so they're going to be um just keeping things going as much as possible you know we don't expect um an immaculate clean and if they want to do their linen that's fine but also we can supply spare and they'd be putting their used linen outside double bagged and all that sort of thing but we're telling us ahead of time how this is working and we're giving them all the links and information once they've stayed but also we've got a four um pockets up on the wall explaining everything what you do in lockdown full information and i think it's partly for their peace of mind so that they know that we're we've sanitized the place and we've got special biocidal um cleaner and all that for the for the final disinfecting as well so it's just really important to make sure you're looking after your guests as i said and also your housekeeping team and then working out how the logistics of it works so hopefully you've all got self-check-in so you don't have to do meet and greets but if you had to do a meet and greet then you know you could have the two meter rule you could um work out a plan but yeah you want really to have self-check-in with key safes or whatever you know you might have other remote methods so that can work out really well hi david good to see you there and um so we've just got a real need that people have that that we can help with so um we are also advertising on open rent so susie i don't know if you're here if you've actually got that up and running yet um and that also can lead to um expanding that to zoopla gumtree and what's the other one i've forgotten now right move that's it so you can have all of those together now you're going to get inquiries that are um saying you know they want ast type long stays not yet i suppose it's only been a day it's all right <laughs> hi emma good to see you um so yeah we we can open our doors to various other types of market because people who are looking for accommodation aren't necessarily always going to be looking on places like booking.com anyway they might look at spare room as well and gumtree and open rent and all that kind of thing as a matter of course so if you're there that's really helpful and of course thinking nhs there's accommodation people who you might have been in touch with before so we have a, a local contact as well and they're quite often housing um companies who provide accommodation for you know nurses and and doctors and all the other types of staff you have at hospitals 
Um, so in our area, there's one called A2 Dominion. So they usually do that kind of thing. And so that's that's a helpful thing to contact them. We've also been contacting all the hotels in the area, most of which are closed, but some of them are not. And um, one wanted to get together for a cup of coffee and it's like, actually, we can't really do that. So it has to be a virtual one. And um, so that's quite interesting. Most of them are closed, but some of them are saying their rates are like, um, you know, normal kind of rental rates, really. So very low. So we're not providing the same service that we ever normally do. So obviously we can cut costs a certain amount. But, you know, we've had a, a couple inquire who can afford very little. But if we can help them because they're trying to work out what they're doing, then we will, you know, just because we are a service. But if we um, if we can make most of our costs, if we can cover those, then it, it feels really good to actually help people, doesn't it? Who are keeping us all going, you know, it is life or death for them. Oh, yeah. So, Emma, you've you've dealt with A2 Dominion. Brilliant. Yeah, definitely. That would be really good. Definitely. Fab. Sounds good. And um, we've also spoken to a lady who I think she works in accommodation areas for more than one hospital because when you phone up, you get a different hospital answering as well. So we'll chat about that. So, and this is the thing, speak to each other. So the next thing is... um think about the service you're offering so I've always said well don't think about welcome packs we've still got things like you know tea bags sachets and all sorts of little things like that but actually if you've got people staying who don't have time to go shopping you know you can give them a pack of like fruit veg and staple things rice and or whatever it is you know just easy things that means they don't have to go and queue up at Sainsbury's at whatever it is they're allocated 7 30 in the morning I think or something mad um and so you know that you can help people in that way because there are loads of guys like Darren Burrows he and his his group are actually delivering food to the hospitals so that the workers actually have some and just things maybe to cheer them up because heaven knows it must be really tough for them so you know you could do that kind of thing as well and you know if you do have people who actually say well I can't go out because actually I've become I do have symptoms, then potentially you could arrange deliveries for them so that they don't, you know, get completely stuck in your property. They do have some help. Um, you could, you know, arrange drop-offs for things. Perhaps your housekeeping team could do that kind of thing. So let people know in the community that you can do those kinds of things to help and just get creative about the different ways that we can help each other really um, and help your guests as well, you know, really so that they know that you're there for them and, uh, you know, you can provide extra things if they need it. Obviously, it's not all um, singing and dancing, amazing weekly cleans and, and like it usually is. But whatever we can do that, that we can help them with is, is going to be awesome for them, especially if they're working really, really long shifts and really, really tough days. Um, and so the next thing really is to think about the networking aspect so you know emma's just put a comment in here to me but if you go to the sabba online meeting so i missed one today which was a real shame because i just had 
slight logistics issues today, but the SABA meetings are really good because you've got lots of operators there, large and small. You've got corporate agents there, um, large and a bit smaller. You can hear what's happening with some of the corporate agents because some of them are having a really difficult time. You can also hear the solutions that people are trying to come up with. So, um, you know, being flexible for guests, especially corporate guests who might start returning at some point. I don't know, probably think about contractors more than corporate guests, but these guys were talking about corporate guests um, and saying, you know, if you're flexible with your cancellation policy, you're going to get more inquiries and more potential bookings. And somebody else was saying, I really can't do that because I've got people rely on me to pay them. So if somebody cancels a, a day before for a long booking, that just isn't going to work. So you've got people really trying to work out solutions. So work out the best solution all round. Essentially, most people who want to be in your area and your accommodation suits them, once they've committed to it, they're not likely to cancel but if you're direct rather than through an OTA, especially, you know, now, you, it's up to you to agree that and work out the most um, the most fair thing that you can do. Um, we have just heard today that we're approved to be um, hosts through Airbnb for um, COVID-19 frontline responders. So um, we're actually appearing in the searches on Airbnb now, which is quite amazing because we didn't for quite a while, I don't know, over a week. So that's interesting. And their guidelines that they put in there are actually all very similar to what we're already operating in terms of housekeeping and, and cleanliness. So if you are listed there and uh, you said, oh, you'd be a responder, but you, you're not currently live on Airbnb, that might just be because they're checking through and seeing what kind of services people are are actually providing and checking that out before actually putting you live. So um, once you do um, get a thing saying that you're live, you can use their information. It does look pretty good on how to operate if you're not sure, but um, we put something together and we also notify guests through email as well as everything we put in the apartment and obviously speaking to them as well, because I think it's really good to have that, you know, human touch and interaction especially now because you know we're all all find it much easier just talking to people about things but obviously if you can get the basic information across um in emails and everything you put in your property then that's really helpful as well so um other people that you can still help so the government are really grateful if you can help homeless people people who are on the street or people who are, who are having difficulties in their homes so they're probably approached by people who are separating which is really sad but it's the kind of thing that's going to happen when we're all in lockdown i do suggest that you do it through councils um obviously if you meet somebody virtually or however you do it at the moment two feet sorry two meters away from each other um you know if you can make a, a judgment call yourself that's up to you but i think through a local authority or you know a, a a professional body is the best way really because they've got the support and the resources that they can help you with if you're happy to do that and obviously whoever we can help we help and lots of people are still a bit stranded so they might have hoped to go home there are one or two um trails in the sky near us um because we're near gatwick 
Uh, not that many, and I've driven past Gatwick today, no aeroplanes taking off at all. Uh, but, you know, if people had travel plans and were expecting to be able to go for whatever reason, you're still going to have people stranded. You're still going to have people working in the area who don't normally work in the area, all that kind of thing. So you're still going to get inquiries. As I said, there's so many key workers, so many people who keep us going. And one of the things that we've been doing is getting getting PAT tests and electrical tests done recently, which might seem random. So moving on to what potentially you might be looking for in the future is things like the, the cleaning regime and safety and being compliant and things like that are going to be really key moving forward. And I think um, this is something that's talked about quite a lot at SABA because the corporate agents are looking for uh, so providers to have accreditation really moving forward so that it's safe, clean and legal is one of the um, sort of little slogans they have. And there are a few different companies, but one quality in tourism um, seem really good because they will um, visit your property and assess what you've got in terms of, you know, fire risk assessment, your electrical testing, um, all of these things to be compliant, you know, that you're actually operating in a compliant way. So, you know, people who've got leasehold properties that shouldn't be SA and you're operating at risk. Um, all of these things come out in the wash in a situation like this. Um, you know, if your insurance was amazing. So I know one guy in a WhatsApp group I'm in said he's got quite a good payout from his insurance because it was good insurance and we're like not from us <laughs> it's a real shame so you can assess things like your insurance and all of these things that you know are forming your foundation of your compliance to really build um a firmer structure for your business if it's kind of you know perhaps um not as sturdy in certain areas as it should be. So if you're not on business rates and you're continuing to operate, I would strongly recommend you apply to be on business rates because even if you haven't got your grant because of it, so that's another thing, um, you can still go to your MP, you can still apply, you can email and phone valuations office and your council because the valuations office are the people who decide um, what rates you're going to be on and you can appeal but the council just collect it and assess for small business rates relief and Jason Living did that awesome video on that in Service Accommodation um, Network UK if you haven't seen that but that's really useful um, if you're on business rates um, you've got a, a year window you know year holiday where you don't have to pay it and for a one bed um, that's been 108 a month for us which is quite a lot of money council tax for two beds been about 173 and upwards of that um one little extra thing so this isn't madly structured but while i'm talking about council tax you could ask for a holiday of council tax but they're probably only going to push your 10 months two months forward so anyone who's on a 12 month payment um, method for your council tax, um, they'll most likely say you're already on a 12 month payment plan, so we can't do anything about it. 
But if you're operating SA, you are a business. And so without changing the, the class of your property, so you can stay C3 residential, you can just go on to business rates and you won't have to pay them. Now, you could argue with them that you've been operating your SA business for however long and you should get the grant as well, depending on the rateable value of your property. It would be 10K or 25K, so up to 15,000 uh, rateable value, it's 10K. So a lot of smaller properties would be that. But it's, it's worth a try, isn't it, frankly, in these times? And a lot of people have written to their MPs. And I know at least one person, Laura Pierce, Laura Pierce in hospitality community, she was successful. She's managed to do that, which is awesome. So, you know, give it a go. But one of the things like being on business rates, having all of your, you know, um, different accreditations all in place makes you feel more secure. You're not operating at risk and you have a good building block for expanding your business because you can have a process of getting all these things in place whenever you set up a new property. And it's a really big selling point apart from the fact that you're satisfying your duty of care to your guests, you know, you're caring for their welfare, which is really huge. You know, after things, disasters we've had in properties, um, you know, in London with Grenfell, etc., you don't want to be leaving these things to chance. So as I said last week, we got a pat test done because um, it's due and um, these things can still happen when, I mean, if it's an emergency, trades can go into a property and um, the electrician said he would go into the property, but I didn't really think it was necessary um, immediately to do that. I thought it was better to wait till we had um, an empty sort of window. So um, the electrician went into one of our properties that's got um, guests coming in um, this weekend. And then the other one, it was um, after a, you know it was after the clean was done so three days after the guests had left so we've had two done we've got um, three more to go and so all of your things like that make sure that all of your appliances are safe and your property is safe and you know because even if it's new things can be slightly awry and it just means that people like um your corporate agents who you might want to work with to get longer bookings as well as direct bookings, they can, you know, realise that you're serious about safety. Um, somebody like Quality and Tourism will check all of your information. If you don't have policies for everything, if you don't have everything in place, they'll tell you what you need to do. And it's really worth your while to make sure you've got everything like that up to date. And there's more things that we can do so we can really help with our guests um, mental health and well-being and really tell them about different things in the area especially if they're long-term stays you know different exercise they can do um yoga or mindfulness or anything like that um and if you have um like emma i don't know if you're still here but emma at pure abodes are really into the eco thing and that's obviously really important um, our planet is so happy at the moment. Well, in the UK, we've got amazing weather. Nature has just bloomed and there's fish living where they haven't been for years and years and years because we've all just slowed down and stopped polluting quite as much. 
And so, you know, ecology is really important. So you can make sure your products are eco-safe. You can have sustainability built into your business plan. And all of these things, you can look ahead. And as well as being really great ethics and, and moral ground, um, I'm not there to judge, by the way, but if it's important to you, then you can project that out to people. And that's a really big selling point. And so it may be that, you know, it's very competitive when everything gets back to normal. It may be that so many hotels go out of business or didn't treat people that well when they had to close down quickly, perhaps, um, or SA operators go out of business, that there is um, less competition. We just don't know exactly what's going to happen. But if people perceive that you are congruent in what you do and you offer a fantastic service, which you can start doing like now, obviously it's slightly strange and you might want to do it on a budget now, but just really plan it perhaps more and review what you do now and what you'd really like to be offering. Um, then I think it's a really good way to keep the guests you currently have and cultivate new types of clients. I think that'd be really helpful. So it's really, uh, down to you what you want from your business and what you can see yourself offering moving forward. So we've always had a lot of corporate gas, but potentially we'll move a little bit more into contract type gas. I've always found that corporate guests perhaps look after the property a little bit more, but then we have a higher cost in what we provide for them. So, you know, you can adjust your offering essentially and decide how you want to plan your business a bit more. It's a really good time to do that. And just look ahead with a positive view. So I think um, it's a bit of a roller coaster for all of us at the moment. Hi there, Minu, and hi, Sarah. I hope you're really well. Sarah, you're doing amazing things at the moment, I know, to help the NHS, so well done you. Um, but I think there's a lot to be said for, um, you know, just looking after ourselves quite a lot at the moment because it's it's a real stress on all of us, not not nearly as much stress on me as there are on people who are at the front line or, you know, don't ever um, think that that's what I mean. But I think with the uncertainty of what's going on, um, the threat of people, you know, being unwell near you and, you know, not obviously not everybody's going to get through this. So we really hope as many people stay stay safe and healthy as possible and um, that it does improve and things do get back on track as soon as possible. Um, you know, there's different talk of it coming in waves and, and um, people getting better and then um, being more waves of the illness kind of re-emerging. But we just have to take one day at a time, I think. And all the recommendations for having some exercise, even if it's just walking, just having some time out. So I'm heavily into yoga and meditation and I've been doing a, a 21 day meditation challenge and I think I might start another one of those soon just for a group. So you kind of all just do it together in WhatsApp and you just have some time. It kind of gives you permission to take 15 minutes of your day just to regroup and think positively because you can kind of panic or stress and um, I tend to work a bit too hard and I have kind of felt mm, I think I need to take it a little bit easier and have some more chunks of time because I'll work by all hours um, and in the evening and find it hard to stop 
So if you're like that, then you might want to monitor those types of things. And like yesterday, we just had a three hour walk with the family and it was lovely and sunny and it was just beautiful. And, you know, I've discovered places in my area. So Sarah, you'll probably know all these areas that we've been discovering. I've never been to before and I've lived here a really long time. I'm in a village in West Sussex and we're so lucky. Our countryside on our doorstep is just stunning. So make sure you take some time out to take care of yourselves because that will really help you stay positive and really think about how you can help your guests and improve your business because that's a positive thing to do. And hi, hi Mark, by the way, if you've got any questions about SA or anything else, or if you're interested in meditation groups, do post um, below and, you know, below my live, but also in Service Accommodation Secrets, my Facebook group and page, because happy to help as well. If you've got questions or if you want help with a cleaning regime or anything else you're thinking about, uh, we're all a community and sticking together is really going to help us all a lot. All right, well, take care, everybody, and stay safe. And I will see you next time. See you later. Sharing the secrets of success.